Praise the Lord. Welcome to Greater Refuge Temple, D.C. On behalf of Bishop Michael Fields and Lady Melissa Fields, we are so happy that you chose to join us today. We're expecting a mighty move of God, and we believe He will do it right now. While you're waiting for service to start, please feel free to hit that share button. Let your family and friends know that GRTDC is the place to be. Also, please hit the subscribe button. Thank you. I'm Elder Byron Wilkins. And I'm Sister Sean Wilkins. And, and we, we hope, hope that, that you are blessed by the service today.
give it to him. My life is not my own.
Come on, clap your hands and give God some glory. Use us, God. Fill us up, Jesus. Fill us up, Jesus. Fill our cups, Lord. Yes, I am. Fill our cups, Lord. Because he's worthy. Amen. To be praised in the name of the Lord. Come on. Amen. And go with me to the throne of grace. Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Once again, we come before your throne, O oh God, giving you praise and thanking you, O oh God, for being so good and so wonderful unto us. Lord, we ask you, O oh God, to continue to bless us, O oh God, and strengthen us. O oh God, as we continue to go through. Amen. This pandemic, oh God, we know you are leading us through it, oh God. You are guiding us. You are keeping us safe in the name of Jesus. This is why we come giving you honor, giving you praise, oh God. Blessing your wonderful name, oh God. We thank you, oh God, hallelujah, for being that hedge all around us, that hedge of protection, oh God. We know can nobody do us like you do us, oh God. Can nobody keep us like you, oh God. This is why we come now casting our cares upon you, for we know you care for us, oh God. Can't nobody do us like you do us Jesus can't nobody bless us like you bless us oh God can't nobody oh God keep us oh God humble as you do God so we come to give you praise oh God we come to bless your name Jesus we come to say thank you oh God for all that you do and how you oh God direct our path day in and day out oh God you keep us in our homes oh God you keep us on our jobs oh God you keep us oh God hallelujah with a mind stayed on you oh God Lord keep us humble oh God in the the name of Jesus, oh God. Give us that mind, oh God, hallelujah, to walk right, to walk for you, oh God, that we humble ourselves, oh God, before your presence, day in and day out, oh God. We ask you now to continue in blessing us, oh God. Save somebody's soul today, oh God. Fill somebody with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, Lord. Let them come running down the aisle, oh God, asking the question, what must I do to be saved, God? Do these things, oh God, and we will praise you and glorify you in Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen, 
Glory to God. Our scripture reading this morning will be coming from Romans chapter number 12. Glory to God. Chapter number 12. I will read verses 1 through 9. I will read verses 1 through 8 in Jesus' name. Amen. Chapter 12. Verse 1 is, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not confined to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove that which is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same offers, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and even one member, one of another, having then gifts different accordingly to the grace that is given to us, whether by prophecy, let us prophesize according to the proportion of faith. Um, ministry, let us wait on our ministry. Uh, that teaching on teaching of he that exalted on exaltation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word that we may live and grow in it in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's create a sound. Create a sound. Create a sound. Come on, let's shake the foundation. Create a sound. From your belly. From your belly. Yes, Lord. Come on, we got a sound that even the angels can't give. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so.
today I give honor to the Lord Jesus Christ certainly he is worthy of all glory and honor and praise this is the day the Lord has made we will rejoice and be glad in it this offering time we want to worship the Lord now with our substance the Lord has been so good so faithful to us whereof we are glad we want to plant seed in this ministry ask that you follow the instructions on the screen as we prepare our hearts and minds to give those of you who are worshiping uh, from our sister church in the Bronx New York you may use Givelify Father we're so grateful for this opportunity to give to plant seed in this ministry we are so grateful yes we are I ask, oh God, that you take every seed that's being planted. Bring forth harvest. Bring forth miracles. Bring forth blessings upon blessings. 
as we plant seed. Touch, Lord. Bless every home that's connected to us this morning. We are giving by faith in love, cheerfully. Bless it now in Jesus' name. Say it wherever you are with me. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to give you time to give. Plant that seed, won't you? Father, thank you for allowing us to come together once again, although it's virtually, although it's in separate homes, in separate places, because of your power, because of your ability to be everywhere at the same time, we can all still feel your presence, feel your joy, fill every atmosphere with your presence, with your anointing. Thank you for another opportunity to hear your word. Speak, Father. Speak to our hearts and minds. Send deliverance and healing and salvation, we pray. Send your word. Power and demonstration of your Holy Spirit. Can't do anything without you. Put myself in your hands. Use me, Father. Move self out of the way. Touch, use, and bless as only you can, in Jesus' name, amen. The word of the Lord today found in the gospel according to St. John. St. John chapter 20, and I'm going to read in your hearing verses 25 through 29. That's the gospel according to St. John chapter 20. Verses 25 through 29. Then the other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails. Put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side. I will not believe. After eight days again, his disciples were within and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then said he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger and behold my hands. Reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. 
May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, sanctified in our hearts, that we may grow thereby. It is out of the 28th verse. I want to glean the thought this morning. Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. I want to use briefly as a subject on this morning, I'll never doubt Jesus again. Say it with me, won't you? I'll never doubt Jesus again. To accept something as true and even to feel sure within yourself that it is true is called believing. But as it relates to faith, which is the reality that the people of God are supposed to walk in, we walk by faith, not by sight. It is a very important aspect, very important to the life of the believer. But it is often loosely defined or applied. For instance, people often speak of faith. And they say it with using this terminology, I took a leap of faith. And as they talk about faith, they talk about faith as though it's an acceptable embracing of something that is considered irrational. Well, I'm not so sure if the word of God presents faith as being irrational. But others speak about faith as simply being something uh, that is intellectual, an intellectual assent. And they'll say, I believe the facts about Jesus. Uh, much like saying uh, that I believe the facts about any other famous man. And I would admit while facts are important uh, as it relates to faith, faith is much more than just knowing the facts. And still others will speak of the way they feel as it pertains to faith and they'll say things like, well, God makes me happy when I should be sad. And they speak concerning faith as it relates only from the aspect of emotion. And I will admit that emotion corresponds with faith, but it's not all that faith is. Yeah. And some even speak of faith in a reflective or reflexive way, I should say. They talk and they say, it's my faith. And they speak concerning faith in terms that don't seem to get very far from themselves. In other words, it, it becomes a mantra uh, to help them keep on believing. But when they have expressions concerning their beliefs, you're not sure in who they believe in or what they believe in. Relates then to biblical faith, uh, it is outward or saying that it is not fixed on just hearing what others say, but it is fixed on God himself. Uh, I have faith because uh, of who he is and what he has done, and I understand his infinite value. Hebrews 
11 and 6, remember these words, says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Are you with me this morning? Well, when I read that particular verse, I notice that faith and believe are in the same sentence. So I must dare to go deeper and say that there is an area where faith and belief overlap. And it seems at times to be the same, but it, looking at both of them, faith and belief, individually, I'd have to say that when I talk about believing something, belief, it could be an opinion or judgment in which a person is fully persuaded. So our beliefs are things that we are thoroughly convinced of, usually, but not all the time, not always. It can be ideas or concepts that we gather through acquiring information and experience. And because of this, we'll open our mouths and say, I believe, but what if the information changes? Or over time, because you've gained certain knowledge or different experiences, hallelujah, your belief might change. So this is where faith is much different than just believing because although faith may include my beliefs, hallelujah, faith is much bigger than that. Faith, according to the word of God, requires action. If it doesn't move me to do something or say something, hallelujah, actually, to actually take some kind of action, then it's not really faith at all. Didn't James say so when he said, hallelujah, faith without works is dead. Read to you out of the gospel according to St. John. John's gospel is noticeably distinct from the other gospels. And in attempting to explain the differences between John and the other Gospels, there are three things that we can take notice of. Number one, often a discourse follows an incident and discusses the implications of that particular incident. For example, when Jesus, hallelujah, was thirsty and he's sitting at Jacob's well, it was followed by a certain discourse or a conversation concerning living water. And the feeding of the 5,000 was followed by a conversation or discourse concerning Jesus being the bread of life. So in the other Gospels, then the miracles that Jesus performed are normally used to reveal the power that Jesus had. In John, the miracles were usually teaching signs or a message, hallelujah, would follow his actions. So we understand then that his purpose is unique and consequently so was the interpretation of the entire life of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Does the Apostle John Hallelujah. After hearing that there are some heresies circulating among the people of God 
and the personhood of Christ and his authority and who he really was was being questioned by many. Now, in the household of faith, John says in his gospel, I am writing this that we may believe and that you may have life. Hallelujah. He writes concerning the life of Jesus. He writes concerning the miracles of Jesus. He writes concerning the personhood of Jesus. And he wants us to understand that there was no guile found in his mouth. He was not sinful, no, not in nature. He wrapped himself in the likeness of sinful flesh. But his purpose for coming was to deliver me from my sins. Jesus having a conversation with those who were following him. Some of the Pharisees and Sadducees, uh, he gives his opinion concerning uh, that particular generation. And he says, you have become a generation of vipers. He says, this is an evil generation. Why? Because you are constantly seeking a sign. Hallelujah. You're not just taking God at his word. You're not just trusting in the validity of God's word. You won't just, hallelujah, trust your God, but you're constantly looking for a sign. Bible declares, hallelujah, in the gospels that here he is standing among his own people, but his own people received him not. Even in the midst of his miracles, even in the midst of him opening blinded eyes and raising the dead, even in the midst of him casting demonic spirits out, there were those who still refused to believe. Hallelujah. Whenever Jesus spoke, they questioned his words. Whenever Jesus performed a miracle, they would question the integrity of the move of God. By whose authority has he done these things? If he healed on the Sabbath, they rejected it because he broke rules and regulations that they were living by. Everything Jesus did, it seemed like there was always somebody who had an issue with what he did. Hallelujah. But Jesus wanted them to know that I've come, nevertheless, that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. John's revelation of who Jesus was, hallelujah, became offensive to those who were questioning the personhood of Christ. He doesn't look like a Messiah should look. He doesn't talk like we feel a Messiah should talk. He doesn't act like we feel a Messiah should act negating the word and dealing with Jesus only according to their opinion 
Christians in their perspective. But uh, the word of God spoke of him and said he would have no form nor comeliness that men would desire him. This was Jesus. Hallelujah. The son of the living God. This was Jesus. Hallelujah. The, the word that had become flesh and was now dwelling among men. And John said he has come to take away the sins of his people. In other words, he's got to give himself as a sacrifice for our sins. So he writes it all down word for word, line for line, telling me, telling you and I about Jesus, not just about what he did, but who he was. And Jesus would speak of himself, and he would say these words, I'm going to lay myself down, and hallelujah, because I have the power to do so, when I'm hallelujah ready to get up I'll take myself up again John writes it down and says not only did he say so but he did just what he said he would do hallelujah he would die on the cross yes he did hallelujah with nails in his hands and his feet he would hang from that cross just like he said he would doing the gospels as we do hallelujah we understand and we believe hallelujah and we know it to be true because after they had laid my savior in the tomb on the third day he got up with all power in his hands oh Death. Hallelujah. Where is your sting? Oh, grave. Where is your victory? Thank you, Father. He had been risen now. Hallelujah. From the dead. We know it's true because when Mary and some of the other women went to the tomb, that the tomb was opened and the tomb upon their entry, they saw that there was nobody laying in the tomb. As a matter of fact, the angel would speak to them and say, why are you looking for, hallelujah, the living among the dead? Didn't Jesus tell you that just like Jonah was in the belly of a whale for three days and hallelujah, three nights, so the Son of Man shall be. He has risen just like he said he would. Had not Jesus gotten up from the dead, he'd be just like anybody else that claimed to be a savior, that claimed to be a deliverer. He got up on the third day. Confucius died, but he did not get up. Uh, Buddha went down, but he never got up. Muhammad died, but he has
has not risen but Jesus Jesus died and rose again on the third day lift your hands I know it's not resurrection Sunday but baby you don't have to wait once a year to celebrate the fact that he has risen every day to me is his resurrection day he got up on the third day put it in the comment section hallelujah he got up nobody else who declared he was savior was able to rise from the dead but here is Jesus hallelujah rising on the third day with the keys to death hell and the grave in his hand so here we are in the gospels after resurrection where the bible says that his disciples hallelujah had gathered themselves together and Jesus appears unto them and says peace be unto you and when Jesus says these words of salutation he immediately shows his hands hallelujah see the nail prints in my hands he shows them the nail prints in his feet he reveals hallelujah his side where the soldiers had pierced him in his side and the bible says then were the disciples glad when they saw the lord hallelujah and jesus said peace be unto you as my father has sent me so I'm going to send you. And when Jesus says these words, he breathes upon them and says, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. And whosoever sins you forgive, they will be forgiven. And hallelujah, whosoever sins you retain, they are retained but uh, we notice in the text uh, that Thomas is not there uh, the Bible says Thomas who was called Didymus or twin uh, was not with them when Jesus came uh, so here we are uh, again in the text uh, where the other disciples are speaking uh, to Thomas and they said we saw the Lord but Thomas speaks to them and says except I see it myself except I see the nail prints in his hands except I put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side I will not believe it got some people like that who will say seeing is believing. I heard you say it, but unless I see it with my own eyes, I refuse to believe. Hallelujah. So here we come back to the text. Eight days 
is after. The Bible says, according to John 20 and 26, that his disciples again were together, but this time Thomas was with them. And the doors were shut. They had locked the doors because they were afraid for their safety. But Jesus steps in the room without even opening the door. He just steps in the room. That's what I love about Jesus. He doesn't have to ring the doorbell. He doesn't have to, hallelujah, open the window to come to where I am. He just shows up. I feel that in my spirit. I need to tell somebody before I finish. Don't worry. He'll just show up. Yes, wherever you are, he'll show up. And that's what Jesus did. And when he showed up, he spoke again and said peace be unto you and immediately his focus is on the doubter his focus was on the unbeliever he says Thomas I want you to reach and take your finger and behold my hands I want you to take your finger and feel the nail prints in my hand. Take your hand and thrust it in my side. Hallelujah. I don't want you to be faithless. I don't want you to be an unbelieving saint. I want you to know that I'm real. I want you to know that I am that I am don't be faithless don't be unbelieving because without faith it is impossible to please God be not faithless hallelujah somebody needs to put it in the comment section I believe yes I do I believe hallelujah the scales must have come off of Thomas's eyes and he answered hallelujah and said my Lord and my God thank you Lord but Jesus he says these words to Thomas because you've seen me that's why you believe but blessed are they that have not seen and yet they believe somebody raise their hand with me and say Lord I believe I know we got some folks out there that are like Thomas hallelujah I believe it when I see it but I want you to know 
that that's not what faith is all about. You say that seeing is believing. But the word says, hallelujah, that seeing is not believing. That's the first thing I've got to dispel this morning. It isn't and never has been faith to wait until I see it to believe it. The evidence for this is found in the people who did see Jesus. There were many people around him and they've said if I can just see Jesus I would believe in him. Hallelujah. But there were still many that saw him and when they saw him they wanted to kill him they wanted to take his life because he said if you've seen me you've seen my daddy and no man can come to the father except to come by me there were thousands of people that witnessed Jesus performed miracles he did things that were impossible thank you Lord but those same people that saw him do impossible things because he specializes in doing the impossible but those same people cried out crucify crucify him so seeing is not always believing just look at those who were with Jesus and still wouldn't believe Jesus demonstrated himself in the parable of Lazarus and the rich man you remember the rich man descended into hell and he pleaded with the father he said father Abraham let me go back and warn my brothers so they won't end up in hell but Abraham replied and said they had Moses they had the prophets hallelujah let them listen to them and Lazarus the rich man said rather he said no father Abraham but if someone from the dead went to them I believe they would repent 
grandfather Abraham spoke back and said if they wouldn't listen to Moses Moses said look and live and they refused to look they will not be convinced even if somebody rose and told them Jesus made it clear that someone would witness the resurrection and still walk away in unbelief seeing is not always believing so you say preacher how can I win this struggle with doubt how can I win this wall with unbelief if seeing is not believing thank you Lord then what do I need to help my unbelief I hear Paul I see Paul raising his hand saying ooh, ooh, I got the answer to that question he said so so then faith cometh by hearing a call and hearing by the word of God so if seeing is not believing I hear the word say then hearing is believing how many of you heard the word how many of you heard the word somebody put it in the comment section I heard the word and I believe thank you Lord one of the things I love about Jesus is that he never leaves us in the dark he doesn't just tell me where to go but he'll tell me how to get there and the same is true when it comes to faith constantly throughout the word of God he's teaching us that seeing is not believing you gotta hear the word and believe that I am who I say I am and that I am a rewarder of him that diligently seek me so I say faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God I feel the Holy Ghost in here yeah. I wasn't there when he hung his head and died 
enough it can still wash my sins away what come on say what can wash away my sins nothing but the blood of Jesus what can make me whole again
it in the atmosphere. I'll never doubt Jesus. I heard Thomas. I heard his heart. When he said, my Lord and my God. He said, I'll never doubt Jesus again. But Jesus said, He said, Because you saw it, because you touched it, you believe. But blessed are they who have not seen me. But they believe. Thank you, Lord. I said I wasn't there. I didn't see him. I didn't see him die. I didn't see it. No. I didn't see the angel roll away the stone. But there's something else I've never seen before. I heard David. I heard David open his mouth and say, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. And they have church, nor his seed begging bread. Thank you, Lord. I won't doubt him. I refuse to doubt him. Tell somebody in your living room. Tell somebody in your house. I refuse to doubt him. I'm gonna ask in faith, not wavering, because he that wavers is like a wave in the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. But I wanna stand flat-footed and say, I. I believe and I'll never doubt you I won't doubt your word no 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 I won't doubt your word I'm gonna do what Solomon said trust in the Lord I feel like preaching with all thine heart and lean not and lean not and lean not to your own understanding but in all of you ways acknowledge him and he will direct my path and I won't tell him he is who he says he is come on say it with me I don't want to doubt him I know too much about him I don't want to be like Thomas 
I've never seen him But one day One day I will Cause I heard I heard the word say Now Come on somebody say now 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 Are we the sons of God And it doth not yet appear What we shall be But we know But we know That when he shall appear We shall be like him And we shall see Him as he is Lord I believe Come on wrap back your head Throw up your hand And say I believe I believe I believe He's a healer I believe He's a burden bearer I believe He's a heavy load seller. I hear the song say He is a friend That's always near me He walks with me All through the night and day He hears my prayer He hears me even when I pray, my heavenly Father watches over me. Say, I trust in God, and I know He cares for me on mountains bleak and even on the stormy sea. And the billows roll He's keeping my soul My heavenly phone He's watching over me Say 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 He's my Lord He's my God He's my deliverer He's my rock He's my water He's my food He's my joy Say yeah He He Is a lily in my valley He is my bright and morning song He is the fairest of 10,000 He is a way out of no way He is my battle axe He is whatever I need him to be Say yeah Say yeah Say yeah Say yeah 
it out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, 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 I'll never, I'll never doubt Jesus <laughs> again. Listen, we all struggle at times with doubt. We struggle sometimes in our faith. But Jesus always has a way of showing himself, of proving himself. He did not rebuke, he did not judge, he did not condemn, he used it as a teachable moment and said, don't be, don't be faithless. Don't be the kind of person that always has to see it to believe it because that's not what faith is all about. Oh, oh. faith. Paul said, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, Jesus said, don't be a faithless saint. Don't say you believe and then walk in unbelief. I am who I say I am. Lift your hands where you are. Father, we surrender. We surrender to who all you are. We surrender to your power. Oshamayasi. We turn ourselves totally and completely into trusting you and believing that you do all that you say you can do. And you are who you say you are. Help us, Father. We say like the scriptures say, Lord, we believe, but help thou our unbelief that we'll be able to receive all that you say belongs to us. We will receive everything you have promised to us. Touch us now one by one. Those who have connected to us today, I pray that you would minister to them in a special way, even now. Let them feel your presence. Hallelujah. Step into their space, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. I want to pray a special prayer for those of you who don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins. He came that he may take away your sins. He shed his blood just for you. Yes, he did. There's no reason for you to live in your sins when you can receive the salvation of God. If I'm talking to you, put your name in the comment section. Or if you want to reach out to me through email, send that the admin at grtdc.org I want to talk to you I want you to be saved I want you to be delivered I want the Lord to bless you 
I don't want you to live in doubt. I want you to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is real in your soul. Those who are in need of special prayer, we're getting ready to pray. You want to be saved. Someone in your family that needs the Holy Ghost. Put their name, even tag them, let them know that Greater Refuge Temple in Washington, D.C., Refuge Temple Annex in the Bronx, the saints of God abroad are getting ready to pray for you. The prayer of faith and you shall recover. Healing and deliverance is getting ready to come to where you are. Names are coming in, come on, one by one. We're getting ready to pray. Getting ready to Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to your throne. Many names are coming into the comments section. Deliverance and salvation. Some need a touch. Some need miracles in their lives. <laughs> Glory. Let them know, Father, that there is nothing too hard for you to do. We believe, we trust, we know that with God all things are possible. We pray the prayer of faithful, Father, that even now where they are, if it's healing, heal them right where they are. If it's salvation, save them right where they are. Oh, if it's deliverance, deliver them right where they are. In the name of Jesus. Come on, reach out to me as I reach out to you. And say in the name of Jesus, glory. Now open your mouth and begin to give Jesus some praise. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, God. I want to get a sacrifice from you. I'm not going to tell you how much to give, but as many of you as possible would join me. I'm going to give a $25 sacrifice on today. As a matter of fact, I have a petition before the Lord and I'm going to stretch out. I'm going to give $25 for everyone in my house, my immediate family, my wife, my daughter, my son, and myself. I cannot pay God for what I need him to do, but I'm trusting him and I'm putting my faith into action. And it's a sacrifice. May not be to you, but it is to me. Join me if you can. If not, if you don't have anything to give, it's all right. Just squeeze that smartphone, reach out to the screen, and say, Lord, I believe and I'm trusting the Lord that you'll have something to give on the next time. Because his word says he gives seed 
to the sower. Those of you who can join me and give that $25 sacrifice, I'm going to give $25 for everyone in my immediate family. I'm going to give $100. Father, we want to make a special sacrifice in your presence. Some are giving 25, some 100, some may give 1,000, some 5,000. There may even be a millionaire you speak to who will plant that $1 million seed. We say it by faith. We believe it. Hasha, yes, you're able to bless. And we're doing this because we love you. We trust you. Giving this sacrifice, we ask that you would receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Want to give you time to make that sacrifice. Want to give you time to plant that sacrifice. Now, those of you who would like to send us an electronic testimony, you want to film yourself and send that testimony in so our technicians can incorporate that into worship do so follow the instructions on the screen we'll tell you what you need to do we're looking forward to hearing from you want to know how the Lord has been blessing you and keeping you miracles that have been wrought among the people of God thank you for those who have been connecting with us in the Philippines, those of you who are in London, England, even from Hong Kong, yes. Those of you who are in other lands, other countries that connect with us weekly, we say praise the Lord to you. The Lord continue to bless you. It's my prayer that we'll be able to come together again on next Sunday and worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. But in between now and then, there are three things that I'd like you to do. Be careful. Be prayerful. Be holy. Shalom, shalom. Praise the Lord, it's Pastor Fields here, and I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Grady Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience, and we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization, a great reformation. The Churches of Our Lord Jesus Christ was founded in 1919 by Bishop R.C. Lawson. 
and this beautiful edifice that we're standing in built, ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner. I have the honor now of being the pastor. We have been growing. The Lord has been blessing us tremendously. Souls have been saved and blessed and set free and we're continuing the work. Yes, even in the midst of these trying times, we are determined to continue the work. I pray that you'll continue to connect with us. I pray also that as the Lord delivers and set free, that he will not leave you out. You'll be blessed along with us as well. Until we meet again, shalom, shalom.